Good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out yet another episode of Woke and Baked. And let me apologize up front if it sounds a little bit funky today. For whatever reason, I am not able to record in GarageBand, and so I am trying it on Audacity because it is important to bring you what it is that I need to bring you while I troubleshoot and figure out what it is that I'm having trouble with. Because if I don't figure it out, then I'm stuck with a problem that I can't resolve. And that never works out for anyone. All right. So that being said, if you are looking for a place to help you resolve some of the things that you need resolving with Iron Asylum, located on KB Road, if you are looking for more information on what it is they have and what it is that they provide, please be sure to check out their Instagram and their Facebook page. Now, coming up on the 22nd of this month... They've got a whiskey and deadlifts competition that will be, well, it'll have its own soundtrack provided by the one and only Distance Defined. Now, because they are a band, because there's like four of them, I don't know if I can call them the one and only because there's four of them, but you get the point. Distance Defined will be providing the soundtrack for your whiskey and deadlifts competition. All right, that is going on on the 22nd of November at Iron Asylum, located on KB Road, right next to, to K Beach Road, which is where, da-da-da-da, Save You More is located. But you know what else is located on K Beach Road and Poppy? The Schnitzel Bomber. Open Tuesday through Thursday from 5, I'm not to 5, to 5, that's Open, they're not open at 5 o'clock in the morning. Don't go there. All right, but they open up at 1130 in the morning, and they close at like eight. So between the days of Thursday, I'm sorry, Tuesday and Saturday and the hours of 1130 and eight, you can get food at the Schnitzel Bomber and it's damn good. All right. They make sandwiches. They make poutine or as I like to call it, goutine because they're using Gouda or Gouda if you want to pronounce it like that. Then it'd be Goutine, but I don't really want to eat goutine. That just sounds nasty. All right, but they've got the goutine, and that sounds delicious because, damn it, it is delicious. And if you're not familiar with what goutine is, substitute cheese curds with gouda on poutine. Now, if you don't know what poutine is, you should really do some research to our neighbors to the south or the north, depending on where you're at uh, in Canada. All right. So unless you're in Canada, then you're just your neighbors. Your neighbors invented poutine. And if you want to try a good representation of poutine with some damn fine schnitzel on top of it, go get some at the Schnitzel Bomber. By the way, all you, you can check them out. They're five, rated five out of five on Facebook, five stars out of uh, five possible stars on Facebook. They make damn good food. All right. Can't say enough about them. Oh, yeah. I got to go back to Iron Asylum. Um, from now until the 1st of December, they have a, a PFD special, which is $500 for the full year membership. So that ends up get, giving you like two months for free. And if you're looking for a fine gym to work out, that is a fine place to work out. And they're doubling in size. So there you go. The K Beach, the KB Road Connection. It's right there with the Schnitzel Bomber and Iron Asylum. Once you're done working out, you can fucking carb load or you can get a whole bunch of protein in you, whatever. You know, you, you can combine the two. You can, there is no need for you to make multiple trips. You can knock out uh, two events in one trip. All right, 5150 Vapes located in Soldatna. Dave is in Washington, D.C. right now fighting the system, fighting the power, fighting the man, and defending your right to vape flavorful, delicious nicotine juices. By the way, uh, Shatter Batter came through in the clutch today, 
And uh, thank you so much. We weren't able to, you know, like smoke a cool joint or anything, but we were able to, to get some mileage out of the shattered battery. And that was pretty exciting. All right, so 5150 Vapes located in Soldatna. Yeah, there you go. There's a lot of good stuff about them. They are also your place to get your Smile and Unabomber shirts in retail location. All right, so if you if you saw the cool Woke and Bake t-shirts and you were like, hey, how the hell do I get my hands on, on one of those Smile and Uncle Ted t-shirts? Uh, I will tell you, 5150 Vapes located across the street from Soldatna Creek Park. They've got them. You can go in there, you can buy them, tell them you heard about the podcast, you can get your t-shirt for 15 bucks, regular price 20, but because you listen to the podcast, I'm giving you, I'm essentially giving you five bucks without having to give you five bucks, but you're giving me 15. It's basic. it's all love. It's a shout out to you know who. All right. So last but not least, Red Run Cannabis Company, the makers of fine, fine oils, delicious oils. What kind of oils? Cannabis oils. All right, they make shatter, they make crumble, they make turp sauces, they make cartridges, they make can account. Basically, if you are looking for a product uh, made out of cannabis, the fine folks at Red Run Cannabis Company, they make it. They make it available for you. It's there for you. It's one of the things that they do, and they're damn good at it. All right, at the end of the show, at the end of the podcast, at the end of this episode, we will give you that super duper sweet ass warning that you can only get here on Woken Baked. All right, no more Trap Lord Circuit, but we might bring back Trap Lord Circuit for an editing on Audacity class because he's really good at it. Well, then it looks like we're rolling. I guess we are. Okay. Jake, welcome back. Ah, good to be back. I missed you. I missed you too. Bill coming home. And- <laughs> All right, so we we did it. We finally got to to work out kind of a proper movie review. But yeah, like this, you know, a I mean, lifetime in the making. <laughs> it's it's kind of a strange film to review with a, a strange perspective. Um, well, a new perspective on uh, a new point of view, a new take on an old hit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's oh, right, that's ladies. Wrong on so many levels. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, but one of the—I th- mean, it—it it is the JFK assassination with a name that many of us have not heard uh, in connection with. Yes. And and that name is that of former President George Herbert Walker Bush, the first Bush, the very the 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 Ersten, if you're German. Yeah. Or you're trying to brush up on your German to sound cool. Uh, so, so yeah, Bush Sr. was a very interesting feller. Yeah. Uh, he lived a very long and interesting life with a lot of, a lot of chapters that kind of get glossed over in the Wikipedia bio. <laughs> Who to thunk that sort of thing would happen? However... This, as, a, as an idea, the idea that um, George H.W. Bush was associated with the Kennedy assassination isn't an idea that I'm not familiar with. I had heard about some of the things that they addressed in uh, this documentary, you know, maybe 10 years ago, more than that, 15 years ago, a long time ago. I lived in Fort Worth, Texas, and so yeah. you get a lot of cool information and a lot of, you know, probably bullshit. Because you get a lot of bullshit. Oh, yeah. Uh, anytime that you're you're in a place where there's a so that, that gets associated with a 
something that kind of changed the movement of our country or the movement of anything. Yeah, um, it may have changed the world as we know it. Yeah, these things, uh, a lot of bullshit gets attracted to them. Mm -hmm. And so you have to take that into account whenever you start getting into a conspiracy theory, especially one that involves the, the president of the United States when you're talking, or, you know, or Kurt Cobain. You're talking about the lead singer Nirvana. You've got to... You've got to handle with care because you are talking about real people and you're talking about lives. You're, you're talking yeah. about human beings and, and the way that uh, – and, and their lives. Fuck it. You know, like I'm running out of words, man. Um, <laughs> well, you you know, you, you run a risk. You're, oftentimes you're alluding to sort of a uh, kind of like a, a massive injustice by one person. Like you're saying, I'm not saying you killed Kennedy, but I'm saying it was very possible, and I'm making a documentary about it. Yeah, there's there's a lot of dots that could have been connected, and there there were a lot of a lot of dots that were connected, and I do think that the documentary, uh, the documentarian himself, mm -hmm. uh, John Hankey, I believe, by Mr. Hankey. <laughs> Mr. Is it Mr. Hankey or Mr. Hankey? Either way, I, I hope it's Mr. Mr. Hankey. Um, he did a pretty good job of addressing some of those uh, some of those things. So it is it is John Hankey. It is Mr. Hankey. Mr. Hankey, who's the writer and director of this film, he's done a couple of documentaries on yeah. on the on the the George Bush connection mm -hmm. to uh, the Kennedy assassination. But he did a really good job of connecting some of those other dots. And he um, and so let's just kind of get into it. Yeah, uh, I was with what you just said. I think that's why it has a slow build. Which I think is probably the first thing you notice about this film is you're like, you're kind of, as you're watching it, you're like, okay, what am I watching? All right, okay, I'm familiar with that. Okay, I'm familiar with that. Yeah, no, I get that. It's like, hey, well, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. And then he just slowly, he unveils kind of each layer of it. Um, lineal. Yes. So it's, uh, so it, yeah, it comes, it comes across as a slow build until he gets to his point. It's like a PowerPoint presentation almost. When he gets to the PowerPoint presentation, though, and, and I'm looking at when this film was released, and it, it came out in 2009, and so maybe that's contrary to, to my idea that, you know, like in, in 2000, he probably made this 2007, 2008, like that would have been like the peak of home technology for do-it-yourself uh, do documentaries. It would be the best of anything Ken Burns wasn't doing. <laughs> is, is, um, is this guy the, the Ken Burns of 8-bit of <laughs> <lo> animation? <laughs> like, if... I don't know. Are you familiar with the Suicide Boys? Yes. Okay, so... For those of you who aren't familiar with the Suicide Boys, they are a rap group out of Louisiana that makes lo-fi death trap. Uh, and this is, on one hand, if you've got some very high, glossy, you know, shiny hip-hop music, on the other end, you've got the Suicide Boys, which are like, sound like the leftover parts of the weirdest <laughs> things that 3-6 Mafia ever made. Um, but yeah, so... So if people that tune their cardboard boxes, uh, you know, it, yeah. Yeah, Cardi B is Ken Burns. The Suicide <laughs> Points, the Suicide Boys are Mr. Hanky. Yeah. And um, but when he starts connecting the dots and he starts making it mm -hmm. more visual, then it's oh, there's. I don't know that I necessarily buy that. Um, 
George Bush was the mastermind behind the Kennedy assassination. Let me just say that flat out. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good good way to lead. But I will say that um, Mr. Hankey, because he can only be Mr. Hankey from here on out, does a really good job of visually connecting the dots between uh, former President Bush and some very dark, despicable people that did some really fucked up things over the course of the last hundred years up to and including financing the Nazis. Yes. So if you are not familiar with the connections between uh, George Bush and let's make it real. It's George W. Bush as well. There were real Nazi connections. We we elected the son of a Nazi banker president, um, and the son that 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 banker's son was very much involved in some very very fucked up things. If what Mr. Hankey is saying is correct, he is directly connected to things like the Bay of Pigs invasion. Mm-hmm. He is directly, and I do think that Kennedy, the, the the Bay of Pigs invasion, played a big part in the the Kennedy assassination. Um, I, I think no matter what angle you look at, it comes into play. Absolutely. One of the things that Mr. Hankey does uh, is he breaks down the five minutes, the missing five minutes. Uh, and if you're not familiar with what we're talking about, I shared the link to this film, this this classic <laughs> uh, on on the uh, Woken Bake podcast Instagram page. Go check it out. But yeah, tell me what your thoughts are, generally speaking, both on the conspiracy and on the film. Okay, so I, by the way, where's your lighter? Let's light this thing thing and majigger up. By the way, we got we got weed donated to us by Warner Brothers Horticulture. Excellent. Yeah, this is Girl Scout cookies. If you're not familiar with Girl Scout cookies, it is a fantastic strain. Um, one of my favorite strains, and the Warner Brothers do a like they grow a really fantastic representation of it. Like I, um, I'm a big food guy, mm-hmm. and so um, like I compare everything to like a good burger, right? So. Yeah. If not all good burgers taste the same, um, but you know what a good burger is supposed to taste like, you know. It's instinctual. Absolutely. And I think that when you have a good burger, you think, oh, this isn't the best burger. This is a good representation of what a good, uh, what a burger is. And this is a very fine representation of uh, GSC. So if you like the cookie strains or you want to kind of dive into those, um, those strains that are masterful strains these uh like gorilla glue um gg4 whatever you want to call it uh these these strains that have become kind of like the rolling stones or the metallica the you know the shitty sellouts Mm -hmm. uh of of the weed genre like this is a really good mainstream thing like this is you can go all over the, the world and and get girl scout cookies um but this is the Warner Brothers Girl Scout cookie is a is a fine Girl Scout cookie. It's like if you like um if you like a good Kolsch beer, uh, I don't drink anymore, but I'm fairly certain the Kenai River Brewery makes a damn fine Kolsch. I would hope so. Yeah, they're representing us. Dern t- Dern Tootin. <laughs> All right. So did you find a lighter? Or did you leave it outside? Oh, I think I left it outside. Son of a biscuit! We've got a joint just staring at us. Of well. Roughly a good, easily good three quarters of a gram in that joint, just staring at us, dying to get smoked, and and we can't comply, can't make it happen. All right. So with that being said, 
We're going to have to go with some shatter batter and some vaping fluids, courtesy of our friends over at 5150 Vapes. Back to you, Jake. All right. So, Kennedy. Kennedy. Do you think that George H.W. Bush was involved in the Kennedy assassination? I don't think so. Okay. You know, uh, I think he makes a great case, uh, Mr. Hankey. I think he connects a lot of dots. Some of the dots are, seem logical. Some of them seem kind of like a, a a reach. I think perhaps he's uncovered maybe other things we didn't know about the Bushes. Um, I actually, I think for sure he does that. We start looking at the Bush family and going, okay, you know what? There, there's a lot more here than what we're familiar with. Um, so I think on that end, uh, he he definitely does that. But he, does he convince me that that is linked to the? Uh, Kennedy assassination. No, he doesn't. And even at one point in the documentary, he says maybe Bush was one of the people that didn't know, and they sent him away. You know. Yeah. Well, that's based on the theory that the CIA killed I, Kennedy. Well, I, I think that the CIA probably would have had a vested interest in in making people for you know like not pay too much attention to what was going on, especially yeah. if they, they did have folks that were involved, like some of the names, which I'd never heard before, um, but some of the names that I was kind of familiar with. Now, I will say that I'm fairly certain that Mr. Hankey got just as stoned as I did while he was making this because he confused the names a couple of times. There was uh, Marita Lorenz, which was a name yeah. that I I had never refer I had never I wasn't familiar with, but he lo- referred to her later on as Sophia Lorenz, probably to be confused with Italian <laughs> actress Sophia Loren, who he could probably connect the dots to to make it look like it was the Lorenz family. You know what? I and I don't want I don't want that to uh, to be confused with Alaskan journalist Doreen Lorenz in Juno right now, um, who I really I do not think had anything. I do. Let me say this: I do, Mister Hankey, if you are listening, Doreen Lorenz had nothing to do with this. <laughs> All right, or or I don't know. Fuck. Maybe I should ask her. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was, you know, that was my thing with the, I mean, I really like how the documentary built up and, uh, and the connections, but there, there were several times where I'm like, you know, I would have to see this in context or I would actually have to like see this in the moment. You know, I'm, I, I, he only offers his perspective yeah and only evidence to back up his perspective, which I understand, you know, I mean, it helps your, helps your documentary to not look like you were wrong the entire time and then reveal that at the end. But, um, was it the Bush family? No, no, we figured it out. Yeah. That would be a terrible ending. But I, I, I do think he makes a very solid case for a level of the involvement of George W. Bush or George H. W. Bush in some capacity. Now I have, I've heard on, on different podcasts from other sources, a guy by the name of, Oli Oli Danigard, I believe his name is. I'm probably butchering that, but he was saying uh, he's saying that uh, like Oswald didn't shoot anything, and that Oswald was actively like trying to save President Kennedy. So there are all kinds of um, different ideas on on who killed President Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Now I love conspiracy porn. Yeah. I will. 
if you've got a crazy idea, I'm I'm interested in hearing it. If you've got if you've got a the I if you got in your head that Walt Disney was directly involved with the assassination of fucking a Walt Disney clone in 1945 and On you've the other got side of the moon. Fuck yeah, I want to hear all about it. All right, you show me whatever evidence you've got or you you don't have, but nonetheless, I'm still intrigued. So what is uh coming I mean for future episodes, what is the craziest thing that it, what is the the craziest thing anyone has told you that they've seen or been involved in? Oh man. Well, in retrospect, I think the craziest thing was uh, a friend of mine when I was younger told me that uh, he had a ghost uh, buddy that would uh, do his chores for him. Okay. And, but he... I, I chalked that up to the, the craziness of youth and the need for attention. But He was 35. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what, what became of that? What became of that? You know, it was, um, it was a story that was challenged a little bit. But I think ultimately the majority of the kids believed him. Was there any anything that, you know, led them to believe that maybe this kid's not full of shit and seeking attention? No, I don't think so. So I had a guy, I've had a couple recent and then a few going back and they always seem to they always seem to involve aliens. Yeah. And I and I get into aliens. Like I, I do get into aliens to an extent. Um lately I've been getting into like some of the Stargate ideas. Um, those are the, the sort of the, the rabbit holes I've been going down. Yeah. Um, but I, I do get interested when people talk about their experiences, whether they've been probed or I had one guy tell me that he had his seed extracted. Yeah. And, and that's an interesting conversation to have with any human being, uh, when they talk to you about how they were abducted and how their seed was abstract, uh, was extracted. Mm-hmm really does seem like a conversation that needs to happen in, in like in a well-lit room <laughs> like 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 in like in optimal circumstances like um, With a group of trusted friends absolutely yeah. absolutely but like I I do want to hear those stories if you if you're out there and you've got one of those stories like I've got I've got friends who told me that they've had experiences they've seen lights I've seen reports recently that um, locally, on the other side of the inlet, people have been seeing uh, dots floating around, mm. dots circulating. Have you seen anything about that? No. Nothing – none of the posts on Facebook? No, nothing of that nature. Okay. See, I, I pulled myself off of Facebook again yeah. just to do that from time to time. Like it's – It's good cleansing. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like a like an enema but like for, you know, like brain cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, one of the things I guess was happening on the other side of the inlet was folks were seeing flying dots. And so I'm kind of curious if, if you're a listener and, or, or you um, if you know someone who's who's heard any about this, believe me, I, I want I want to hear all about it. Um, what about other conspiracies you get into? Well, I, you know, what I was the aliens one is always interesting to me because I find it very logical that there's you know life on other planets, intelligent life, and there's a possibility that there's some very advanced intelligent life. I mean, the human race spent you know. I mean, look at where they were 300 BC, where you have, you know, like Aristotle, Socrates, Plato, you know, all these great thinkers and all this great technology. And then, you know, we roll into like five, six, seven hundred AD and like we're just burning all the books and destroying everything. 
you know, so I, I think there's probably several civilizations out there that maybe didn't uh, have that huge pause in their intelligence growth. And, you know, they can travel from planet to planet. I just think, what's the chances that aliens like were, are done with this planet? Like, we've been there, we saw it, we extracted dude's seed. Um, <laughs> and, you know, like, they're not coming back. Like, they came here once in, like, 19, from, you know, like, our our moon program. Like, we did it from this year to this year. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> and, now we're, and now we're done. Um, but, yeah, that's why, you know, that's my thing on the, on the alien deal. But I do think it's fascinating. I think there are enough concepts about and enough ideas. There's enough well-written, and we have to call it mythology because there's a lot of information that isn't presented to us mm-hmm. in in a, in a real way. It gets it, kind of like leaked out. It, it it comes through like a like a third party vendor. <laughs> yeah. Like we needed we needed the dude from Blink One Eighty Two to see the video of the Tic Tac shooting across uh, the skies of of Southern California and Northern Mexico. Like thank God that we got the, the take off your pants and jacket mastermind um, to 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 give us that information. But that being said, uh, I think it is pretty cool. That, that we are getting a little bit of the information slipped out at a time. But I, I've been getting I've been getting lately into um, the the shifting in and out of dimensions. Like yeah. the like the 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 interdimensional shape shifting lizard stuff. Because whether or not you get into oh, the I thought in- you were gonna talk about like quantum tethering. I, 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 that sounds cool, but I wouldn't know how to lie and act like I knew anything about that. Um, so, but lizard quant- people, <laughs> but lizard people seems like we were we were fed so much bullshit in, in, in as kids, uh, but you know, conceived in the seventies, born in the eighties. Like we had so much bullshit, and I think like all kids get bullshit that's kind of shoved down our throats um, and through adulthood. Um, that just as just as much as like this this well documented thing over here like in all these other cultures like whether you you come from a like a christian background or a muslim background or uh you know hasidic background we we were never taught about like interdimensional shape-shifting lizards no. but but there's a whole whole mythology behind it that is pretty intriguing so whether or not you you have any belief in that um that that could be right or that could be wrong. Uh, why the fuck not just learn about it for the sake of learning about it? Um, I don't know. But then again, I'm also an idiot. I, I think there's entertainment value to it, though. It's like those people that, um, you know, they don't believe wrestling is real, but they still watch WWE for the story. So even if, like, you don't subscribe to, say, the uh, these theories or these mythologies... Um, the stories themselves are just pure entertainment. Yeah. I mean, there's that value to it. Like, whether or not you believe, like, the Rothschilds are running everything in the world secretly and um, they run, I mean, running everything in the universe and they are controlled by uh, an eight-foot lizard person. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Why not? Uh, And why not... 
why not allow me to believe that in a in a in in another universe, John McClane is a real person, and he every couple of years he just has some wild fucking adventures that involve uh, airports and the city of New York, and not that shit that happened in the the one that took place in Russia. Hated that one. But if they just stopped at Die Hard three, I would have loved to live in that universe. <laughs> Like John Mc Super Cop John McClane, yeah. bless his heart. Which brings us to well, brings me. I should probably should figure out a better way to like segue into these sorts of things. Into Nothing's our, better than an awkward segue. Absolutely, the fuzz, the fuzz, the fuzz, the fuzz. Well, okay, so the fuzz available on Amazon Prime right now, nice. um, but. Also, the fuzz available on YouTube, and that link will be posted in the Instagram post because there is an 11 minute film on YouTube. Oh, Jake, a short, break it, if you will, break it, break it down for us. A period piece, <laughs> yes, because it takes place in 1979, Los Angeles. Yes, and a wonderful, uh, the classic story of you know a human partner mixed with a Muppet partner. Oh, God, yeah. You know. Two, two cops from different sides of a, of a very split community. Absolutely. I didn't know that there was a, like a whole genre of puppet buddy cop movies. I didn't know that was a thing. Like, some of us are familiar with Meet the Feebles. Meet a, the Feebles. An early 90s masterpiece from uh, the, the man god that is Peter Jackson. Peter, Peter, I believe it was Peter Jackson's first film. I, now I would have to get that double checked. I've got an IMDb up here, so let's let's break down a, a little bit about this. Talk a little bit let's, about Meet the Feebles okay. and Peter Jackson, and then we will get into uh, the fuss. As we spoke about Lo-Fi earlier, um, no, it's it was a uh, okay Peter Jackson director out of New Zealand, eighty nine by the way, nineteen eighty nine came out in eighty nine. I remember seeing videos for it in the early nineties. Perfect, makes sense. Eighty nine. All right, all right, keep well, going. He, um, Basically, he had uh, taken on this project of creating, say, what would be the dark side of Muppet World. Um, and so you have, you know, these Muppets that have their children show. But when you go backstage, you know, you have Muppets with like drug addiction, um, you know, Muppet sex, you know, just this whole just this seedy, seedy underworld of of uh, of the Feebles. Yeah. And so, by the way, no actual humans featured in Meet the Feebles. Yeah. Um so we are doing some uh some some checks to make sure so Bad Taste. Uh so it was the second film. Bad Taste was his first film. Uh and Meet the Feebles was his uh second film. Now The Valley I guess technically is a short came out in 1976. Uh then it moves on to Bad Taste, Meet the Feebles, Dead Alive, Heavenly Creatures, which I believe was the uh, one with uh Tom Cruise's ex-wife. Maybe. I don't know. Um, and then Dead Alive also became a cult classic. Uh, no, it's nope, it's Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet. Yep. All right. Who's his second ex-wife? Definitely. <laughs> the third. I don't know. It might as well have been. A future ex-wife. True yeah. story. Kate Winslet could be married to a lot of guys in the future. <laughs> we have no idea what the future holds for Kate Winslet. Maybe Kate Winslet is just like, I need lots of dudes <laughs> in my life. I need to be Miss Kate whatever. And, yeah, and just hyphenate them all. Maybe yeah. she's into polygamy. Would you be one of 15 guys who's married to Kate Winslet? <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough question. I mean, if it's 
if it's the I like you got to keep up the up the same upkeep with all of them, like with all husbands. Um, you know, you got to treat them all the same. I think maybe I could do it. Um, but at the same time, it's like if I've got to live with like fucking fifteen other dudes in a house, and we're just basically sharing a person. I don't think I can do it. Couldn't do it. It's going to smell real funky real quick. Some I- MTV or Spike would air it. Oh, 15 sh- guys, one house, one wife. And it's Kate Winslet. <laughs> see who will survive. That'd be great. I'd pay extra to see that. If it's and and it has to be like and and it has to be pulled guys from like some reality TV yeah. dudes. Like the situation is <laughs> is in there. Um the dude from uh uh Joe Millionaire, he's there. <laughs> he, he's like fucking 50 something now <laughs> and they're and they're all sharing kate winslet date nights <laughs> oh god it'd be great and and dennis rodman yeah because dennis rodman was on uh one of those vh1 tv shows he was on v he was on a vh1 show he's on something he also had his like uh he also had his own show on 95 but, right yeah. like on mtv he had like a like it was like his own like Dennis Rodman Road Rules type show. Where it's like MTV's following around Dennis Rodman because he's crazy. <laughs> he's gonna do crazy stuff. Yay, Rodman. Um, but yeah, so like Meet the Feebles. Great movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um so going back to to this the um two thousand eleven fuzz, the fuzz, it's it looks to be like the first entry that I can see in the human um, puppet cop you know, buddy film. It's like it was yeah. on Friday, I left the gym thinking I want to watch Lethal Weapon, but I've already seen Lethal Weapon. I've seen, I think I've seen all of them. I saw the one with Jet Li where he took the slide off of the pistol. It was yeah. fucking cool. Um, watched, watched a couple of them twice when they came on TV as made-for-TV adjustments. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. By the way, who thought it was a good idea to give us a Lethal Weapon TV show with... Was it Keenan Ivor and Wayans? Or, it was one of the Wayans brothers. I don't know. Um, it's... You know, I could see where they were going with it. I mean, the concept that Lethal Weapon was cool. Maybe we can make it cool on a weekly basis. Well, this brings me to um, Melissa McCarthy. And why Melissa McCarthy is a piece of shit. Can I tell you why Melissa McCarthy is a piece of shit? Go for it. So, Melissa McCarthy, uh, who, by the way, think of something that she's been in that you enjoyed. I'm looking at the known for. <laughs> known for, yeah. So, let's let's go through this. Oh, she's in The Little Mermaid. She plays Ursula in The Little Mermaid. Fucking perfect. All right, so... Uh, upcoming Little Mermaid. The upcoming Little Mermaid. So she was in the Ghostbusters. All right. All right. Can we can we say yeah, Ghostbusters was awesome? Yeah, that was a fucking wonderful. No way, but I was thinking the original Ghostbusters. Ah. Uh, uh, so what was the piece of shit that she was in that was a rip off of this? Uh, oh, the Happy Time Murders. So the Happy Time Murders 2018 film starring Melissa McCarthy, and it's guess what? It's a fucking puppet person. Uh, buddy flick that got 5.4 on IMDb ripping off the fuzz 
ripping off some shit that they're giving away to you on Amazon Prime. Uh, or the original Fuzz, 11 minutes, which I'm willing to bet that 11-minute thing that we watched on mm -hmm. YouTube better than this whole fucking Happy Time Murders. Because I was excited for the concept of the Happy Time Murders. It's like The Purge. The Purge is a, a wonderful film series in concept every time it's been executed because <laughs> it's the purge um it's been a steaming pile of shit mm -hmm. now i haven't seen the tv series but it seems like one of those things that could be done as a really cool tv series sort of like the, the han solo story like yeah. I, I didn't need a two-hour movie but if you want to give me like 12 hour long episodes i'll watch that shit for five years um, you know, every time it comes out, I'll I'll watch the I'll watch season four of the solo films. Or give me Baca, give me the Baca series. All right, give me give me the you have like uh, Chewie's like four hundred years old or yeah. some shit. Chewie's real old. Probably has some stories. He's got some great stories. Did you see what I mean? The, what he did in the Han Solo movie, where he's fucking one arm just molly whopping the shit out of people, slamming them up on ceilings, throwing them on the floor. He was great. I would, I would pay what whatever it is that they're charging at that like evil corporate Disney Plus, <laughs> uh, which, which by the way, if you if you are a conspiracy theorist, if you get into conspiracy theories at all, there's nothing greater than this Disney ABC Epstein connection oh, yeah. thing. That makes me happy. Um, Pretty sure Oswald killed Epstein. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Oswald didn't kill anybody. <laughs> um, but uh, and and the more the more I I think about that, and the more I look into that, uh, whether or not Epstein is even dead, does it matter? Like does it does it matter at all? Um, maybe yes, maybe no. But we can't. The more I deep in, I dive into like figuring out the truth about anything, the more I learn like none of us really know anything yeah. and 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 everything is a, just none of it matters. Like love the things in front of you. Everything else is a joke. <laughs> everything else if it's on TV, if it's on the internet, if it's on your Facebook feed, it is solely there for entertainment. It's <laughs> you shouldn't uh oh so and so is sharing a picture at so and so's wedding. That's great. Uh so and so is sharing a meme about Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah, well, it's, Epstein's probably not dead. Um <laughs> but but I do want to talk about um well, are, hold, hold on cuz I do have I do have an alternative view of the Epstein issue that um I don't think anyone's been looking into. Okay. Okay. Because we knew, obviously, pervy guy has a lot of, like, you know, they'd mentioned his mansion or whatnot, you know, a lot of vulgar images, et yes. cetera, et cetera. Also, he has his history as a pedophile. Um, I'm thinking he finally gets a brief window of time. One of his guards falls asleep. Knows the camera's down. Autoerotic asphyxiation. He's a freak. He wasn't, yeah, he wasn't, it wasn't a suicide. He was just trying to get a quick wank in. And, He's, and something went wrong. We've seen it happen before. Um, so I'm trying to get the, the guy's name, the actual doctor that did the secondary the autopsy. second autopsy. The secondary autopsy. Dr. Baden, Dr. Baden. We're going to get his name correct in just a moment. Um, but he was... Dr. Michael Botten. He was a former New York City. Um, he was like, I guess he was the head of their morgues. Like he yeah. was their their head coroner, coroner guy. Um, and this is where it gets interesting. He came out uh, as 
um, an employee of the Epstein family mm-hmm. and said that what he saw in the death of, uh, of Jeffrey Epstein and the break in his necks uh, was more consistent with murder and that he had never seen in his experience uh, someone who died like that in a suicide. Okay, maybe, maybe, but, and let's take it back to George Bush and the Kennedy assassination. This guy Mm -hmm. has been a defense witness in the past, and he signed off on the official story of the Kennedy assassination. So there's that. He was also a defense witness for OJ. So there's that. Yeah. Um, And if you're one of those those guys or gals or others um, who believe that well, if you get into science, uh, um, your scientist's opinions can be bought. If you believe it, you cannot necessarily dig into when they say present a poll that says 52% of so-and-sos believe that so-and-so, right? Mm-hmm. Any opinion can be bought. Uh, and, and it's the same thing when they say that well, there are scientific results that say that this and this and this are bad. Well, scientific results at one point said like smoking cigarettes was good for you. Yeah. So, fucking scientific opinions can be bought until the truth is staring at in, in its eggs, face. Eat eggs. Yeah, uh, you know, carbohydrates are bad. Don't eat carbohydrates. Um, you know, fucking sugar and fat. Yeah, there's a good one. You know, like the 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 sugar industry exists because uh, you can pay for shit. Hmm. You can you can buy your your truth. So, so there we are. Well, there we are. So on the Epstein, um, you know, and that's that's something to look at too. Is you know you can because you can fifteen thousand dollars probably buys you a quick study, you know, and if you needed to say a certain thing, so you can go and say, well, studies have shown. It's crazy because yeah. all you need is that person that speaks real slow to say, studies have shown that so and so and so and so and so and so and go fuck your mother, and that's and that's where we're at. Yeah. We're now we're all fucking our moms. <laughs> what I Or loving your mother. What I wonder here you know, here's another thought. We uh you know, if we keep uh kind of ping ponging this Epstein, did he die, you know, was it suicide, was it homicide, back and forth, back and forth, it distracts from the attention of like, hey wait, what were the names? So on that note, I really want to smoke this joint, and I'm going to go to my car and get a lighter. So I'm going to have to press pause on this recording, because this is going to get interesting. By the way, uh, I don't think anyone's looked into the possibility that Melissa McCarthy killed Jeffrey Epstein, because she's a piece of shit. Well, I think we're going to see... Oh, there 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 we go. Spinning wheel there freaked me out. I was getting a little nervous. Now that's that's the wheel means it's going to (sighs) crash. Hope that's not the case here. (laughs) All right. So when we stepped away and we went for the lighter, um, we were talking about how the the memes. Well, you go, sir. Okay. The uh, right now. Well, that's the the big topic right now. Is uh, actually we. This is one thing that is kind of cool. Okay. So. Uh, Epstein kills himself, allegedly. Allegedly, there was an Epstein. Yeah. And, uh, you know, instantly, everyone was on the, uh, I want I want the list of names. And then they switched to, ooh, did, did he kill himself or did he not kill himself? Oh. And they're, um, 
Oh, sad day. That's a sad joint. Mm -hmm. That just all right. But anyway, so uh, I I do give it credit for uh, because we were kind of the media had kind of quit talking about them, quit talking about them, and I give the internet a lot of credit for their memes of the uh, you know I think the one coming out right now would be to sort of uh, distract someone with like a helpful hint and then end it with Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah. Um, But I do wonder if all this distraction about you know, the suicide, not suicide. If that is just to once again, make America to forget to quit asking or forget to ask for the names. I think there's a, that's a really good, that's a really good point because these names that do kind of come out and the way that they kind of slip out, Mm -hmm. how they're kind of, well, we regret, there's always a, we regret our association with this individual. Had I known. Had I known, but you did know. Like, you absolutely 100% did know because a lot of these names that are coming out as having gone to this pedophile island were after, Je- it was after Jeffrey Epstein uh, had been convicted of doing fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, uh, those charges were dropped to, his initial charges were dropped to pretty much nothing. Andrew Acosta, who, if I recall correctly, was Trump's former labor secretary, if I recall correctly, um, was the the lawyer that signed off on Jeffrey Epstein's sweetheart deal. So that guy allegedly said that Epstein – he was told Epstein was above his pay grade. Yeah. So who – who, who are those names and why were those names uh, attached to them? And one of the names that, that of groups that gets thrown out is the Mega Group. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening at home, I do I recommend you do your own uh, research on that. And, uh, and and Mr. Wexman, the founder of um, Victoria's Secret and, uh, and a couple of other of a couple of other joints that people like to shop at. And his involvement with Jeffrey Epstein, because that's another thing that doesn't really get talked about. If we'd if we'd known that this person was such a piece of shit, you were hanging out with him because he was a piece of shit. Uh, not you know, not even in spite of him being a piece of shit. You hung out with him because he was a piece of shit, uh, and you people used him to to get what they wanted, whatever their vice was. And if your vice is is fucking children. Jeffrey Epstein is or was allegedly the guy to go to whether or not I mean there was someone who took his spot immediately mm-hmm. that that power vacuum didn't last very long yeah. and the thing that I think people might want to look at is why Jeffrey Epstein was allowed to operate for so long mm-hmm. like he he got a pass from a lot of people and he he doled out a lot of money to places like MIT and like Harvard. That dude didn't graduate college, but there are a lot of flicks of him in a Harvard sweatshirt. He was giving a lot of money to Harvard. Mm-hmm. He was giving a lot of money to MIT. He was giving a lot of money um, to um, – are you familiar with um, the singularity? Oh, I'm, I'm familiar with the uh, the term, but also somewhat the, na- the name, but um... – uh, no, ultimately. Okay, no. so it's kind of the idea that uh, we're we're all going to like to come to like one singular existence oh, okay. on the so, internet yeah. of all things, right? Like um, all, almost a uh, Ready Player One mm-hmm. type universe. So something like that. Um, 
but he was very big into that. Like he wanted to live forever. He, you know, he wanted absolute life extension. So if you are Jeffrey Epstein and you've given, you know, hundreds or, or, or you know, thousands, millions of dollars to uh, research for, for life extension and that sort of thing, then why the fuck wouldn't you? Uh, there's a whole lot of questions. Like who is this? Uh, allegedly, there was an attractive female that that went and saw him like right before he he allegedly uh, was or wasn't you know killed mm-hmm. or suicided. Um, who was that person? What did they, I mean? That if that was his lawyer, we have no business knowing what that what it was that they talked about. But I'm kind of curious. Yeah, you know, probably you know, but I mean, on on one end. We should at least know was that his lawyer? Did it, you know what is the timeline? Who visited him? Him when? Who was at the jail? You know where and doing what at that time? Were there any visitors? You know you think that, and, and I get it. They can go. They can look at the report, and the guy says it's it's a suicide. But I think sometimes, and maybe it's a little sad and wasteful. But public interest, um, I think sometimes is enough to say hey we're gonna go ahead and do a full investigation also you guys were interested in this additional knowledge we'll we'll get that we'll get that you know made available to you i think that this is definitely a case where there's the public interest exists Mm -hmm. and and it should be we should know as as americans as consumers the who the what the when the how the why Mm -hmm. Because I think as part of being an educated consumer is, oh, why is this dude who was convicted of sex crimes in Oregon, who was also like a vice president at Disney, why was that dude going to Epstein's Island? Oh, well, he was going there because he was a pedophile that worked at Disney. Wow. Um, Wow. Do I really... As a conscientious, as a as a conscious consumer, do I really want to take my daughter to go see Frozen Two, knowing that they are giving hundreds of thousands of dollars every year to keep pedophiles on their payroll? Look at fucking um, like Nickelodeon. Look at the list of pedophiles who who worked at Nickelodeon. All right, like a breeding ground. Yeah, like fuck, man. Like I don't. I don't know that I, I like I, I really even like like my kids, but I get really nervous when I when I see like forty five year old dudes like yo, we really need to get together on this kids network. <laughs> um, like that just sounds sketchy as fuck. Um, but I I want to know because I I want to know if I if I know that then it makes the decision to buy Disney Plus a little bit more clear because I do want to see the Mandalorian series. But at the same time, if this company is, which which by the way, was founded by some fucked up folks who did some fucked up things uh, that were involved in a whole bunch of really, well, fucked stuff. You can look into the dark seedy history of Disney if you want to, uh, but it's a really dark seedy history. Do you really want to invest, you know, like your time and your energy in that? And for me, the the question becomes a little bit more muddied. By the way, I'm probably not going to see the rise of the Skywalker. I let me throw that one out there. I'm not going to spoil anything that I <laughs> I you know you can't look up on the internet your own. But like, I, I want some Star Wars stories that 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 aren't the the Skywalker clans. I don't care about them anymore. 
You're over it. I'm. They're some weird inbreeding space freaks. Like the first part of the story that we are ex- we were exposed to as kids mm-hmm. was a kid who had a crush on his sister. All right. Yeah. He didn't. He he didn't know he was that was his sister, but like he knew that she looked good in that that weird dress that she was wearing. It looked a lot like the one that her mom was wearing, which was weird because probably not uncommon. Yeah, probably not uncommon uh, in in their culture. And with all that, I man, I don't know. There's a whole lot of a, a whole lot of great mythology mm-hmm. uh, that that goes into the, the Star Wars universe, but. Let's let's be really clear here. Like those two, like Luke was jealous of Han Solo and his relationship mm-hmm. with Leia, and I think he was he was jealous even after he found out. Maybe I always I always thought that was really more. It was a height th- issue. Like he saw the Han Solo, the taller man, and even though he's a greater warrior than Han, he still doesn't get the girl. Maybe it's that. I mean, it, it could be that, but I think it's, I'm more inclined uh, to believe that, I don't know, I think that it's it's a space incest story. It's... I really, I, I actually, I consider it, the, the whole story, if you look at it, to be actually the rise, fall, and redemption of Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, then, but then... Why do we still have all this other garbage with you know like with with Ben uh, um, Ben Solo and 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 who is this uh, who is the, this Ren chick and and I don't it doesn't well, it's, it's like when you have Cheers eventually you're gonna have to do Frasier it's the only way to keep the story going but what is her role in any of this I mean like who's what what is her role and what is her significance. Uh, to, to any of it and why does it matter if is she there to redeem kylo ren it certainly seems that way but why is it that the you know that, that kylo ren was so easily manipulated to 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 switch sides i'm kind of curious about that maybe maybe han solo's a shitty dad maybe as cool as han solo was to us as kids like han solo didn't seem like the settled down raise a uh, raise a a, a strong yeah. family kind of guy. Or the other, you know, maybe there's just a little bit more of that dark side in uh, Leia. And mm-hmm. there you got, you know, wouldn't have mattered how great a parents they were. It was just, it was in him the whole time. You could see it in his eyes. It's And yeah. maybe he got it. Maybe he got that from Leia. It's, yeah. I, I mean, we don't know what she does. It's we we do know that they had to digitally throw her into this last one. Yeah. That's not her in the movie. She's she's been gone for a few years. I don't know. Maybe who'd have thought? Maybe Princess Leia had a wild streak in her. Well, that's what I'm thinking. You know, maybe yeah. she was maybe she was the type that liked to Darth to chill Vader out with some coke on an airplane. <laughs> uh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of yeah. um. Yeah, uh, Fisher bringing that character to life, drawing from her own experiences. But I'm I'm glad that I'm glad that you know, like she's a role model, and that's what's yeah. important. And I think that I think that every time that uh, we see a, a young a young girl uh, dressed up as as Princess Leia for Halloween, we should also remember that Princess Leia liked to get high. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. So, so I mean, it's it's a lot like I guess it's very similar to like dressing your daughter up like uh, like Harley Quinn for yeah. for Halloween. By the way, if you dress your daughter up as Harley Quinn for Halloween, whatever, man, fuck it. Like they're your kids. You you got to deal with them. Yeah. Um, you got to deal with what you make, but. Yeah. You know, and I want—I always—I wonder the backstory on that. Like, who won this fight? Like, was it? No, you're going as Harley Quinn, or the, uh, or the kid that? No, but honestly, is it the you know the kid finally like just won them over? Where it's like, no, this is what I'm wearing. This is what I'm, no, no, and just you know where the adults get to that point where it's like, well, then I'm canceling Halloween, and it's a total bluff. I don't know. And then she calls the bluff. I like if you had it. If you you're like. If your eight-year-old was like, I want to be some crazy (laughs) trauma victim who has gone batshit and is fucking up everything while uh, while looking crazy hot. I mean, like that's what I want to do. I mom, dad, I want to be a Viking uh, mid uh, mid raid. All right, we're gonna <laughs> set fire to the neighborhood. I want this to be as accurate as possible. Uh, I'm going to leave uh, leave other kids' body parts along the way. Um, that's what I want. Um, yeah. and and I think that if you if you look at it like that, then Halloween gets way more entertaining. Um. <laughs> And I don't really like. I don't participate in Halloween. Like I don't. I don't do yeah. it. I don't. Um, I don't really try and do Christmas very often. Uh, like I like. I got kids. You've got kids. Yeah. And so you have to do Christmas or, or whatever, whatever your holiday is to yeah. an extent. But like, I don't get into any of that shit because again, uh, the lizards are far more entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> like I want to know. If you're into like if you really it's get Christmas into Christmas again, where's dad? <laughs> He's at the computer watching the lizards. <laughs> so so what it but it, do the lizards have a holiday? Like what is it what do their holiday system work that look is, like? Seems like it seems like every well, I can't really say that because we we only have we are the intelligent species that's been discovered. But I mean it seems like, you know, as society holidays are a thing. Like every culture seems yeah. to have some sort of celebration. As a community, so I imagine there's, you know, Lizard Day. So, like, if you, like, the Draco Lizards, like, what are their holidays? And if they're a civilization that's been around for, like, millions of years, how do you prioritize your holidays? Because, like, lots of shit has happened in your civilization over millions of years. Probably go back to, like, the classics, you know, the weird, like, Mailman's Day, probably. You just, you know, after 10 million years, you're just like, it's a scratch. That one never took off. Clear that day up for something else. (laughs) But... But it, and then you know, like then what? Like if you're talking about Mailman Day, like what? They, I'm sure they've gotten some other cool system of like transferring stuff from one place yeah. to the other, right? Like, um, what did they replace Mailman with? Amazon drones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they figured that out. They found the wire was. They figured that one out billions yeah. of years ago, yeah. and they, you know, Jeff Bezos just got that technology in the last fifteen. Uh, I, I mean, like I remember, like uh, in 2013, they were talking about like drone deliveries. Uh, Amazon was going to go to drone yeah. deliveries, um, and so we're at a point now where where um, prescriptions are being delivered by drones. And so, yeah, I want to know what the lizard, how the lizard people get products from one way to the next, because it, the next step is probably going to be some cool 3D printing of like food. Uh, if you had a favorite food that you had as a child. The memory is uh, going mm-hmm. to be able to to be read, and it'll be three D printed. 
and it'll have all of the nutrition of like a fucking multivitamin. Like, ooh, you're going to eat your multivitamin donut kebab? Yes, I am. It has all of my daily nutrients, and it tastes like the most amazing food ever. This taste, this multivitamin tastes like my favorite lollipop from when I was six years old. It didn't actually taste like this, but this is what my brain tells it it does. <laughs> I like that in the future, they're still going to go t- towards like the retro marketing, you know. All the nutrients and the flavor. <laughs> but but it's, it'll be printed off of a memory yeah. or like what or um, or a thought optimization. Like it'll be, oh, well, we we've taken your brain chemistry and we have determined via computer analysis that this will be the most a- appealing flavor that you could imagine. And that'll have all of your nutrition. A- and fiber. I'm just, you know, I'm just. I'm impressed that you imagine they're going to be this far advanced. Like, perhaps, uh, you know, they've regressed. <laughs> like, you know, over the past, like, because like, we haven't, you know, we got 300 years, we haven't been paying attention or however long it's been. Well, well 3,000 years or whatever. And so maybe there's, they've had a huge dark age. All of their technology has been destroyed. And <laughs> it's like one of them's discovered a written language again. <laughs> they've had a couple of setbacks. <laughs> um, there's... There's been a couple like really traumatic events where where the um, the, the the group memory has been erased. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're like slobbering as they're trying to eat their equivalent <laughs> of mashed potatoes, creating sounds that are like new consonants. <laughs> and that's and those are the people that are leading us. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> that's where we're getting our good ideas. Yeah. And and that's who controls the queen. <laughs> do you do you get into the lizard people stuff at all? You know, I don't even know where to start. Like, I haven't even I haven't even ventured into it more than just like the occasional like thirty second clip you'll hear like Joe Rogan reference or something. Okay, so for you and and for listeners at home, David Ike is is a really good place to uh, to spell. Uh, it's a, it's an interesting spelling of Ike, by the way. Um, I C K E, I believe. Um, it looks like Icky. Yeah. Like I called him David Icky for a while until I figured out the proper sure pronunciation. His classmates did as well. Um, so, so it was David Icky for a while. Yeah. But um, yeah, so David Icky is a good place to start. He makes a lot of those connections to uh, sort of um, old guard, uh, permanent government. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's really popularized like the lizard people concept. Yeah. And so one of his things is that the the lizard people exist off of our misery, which is. And this is where I start really liking, like, personally, I really start liking the the lizard people as as a metaphor, right? Yeah, like, I was gonna say it sounds like you have a, like a story here, or a, a yeah. fable, if you will. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, like so if they if like if they live and they exist to steal our joy, right? Mm-hmm. Then then it becomes our job as as humanity to starve the lizard people. You know, like seek joy, seek happiness, find those things that make you happy. What did uh, Dennis Miller probably steal from? Uh, um bill hicks um you know happiness comes in threes you know it's a cookie it's a cigarette it's a it's an orgasm you know you you have the uh, orgasm you smoke the cigarette you eat the cookie and you go to bed um and i have no way of proving that he stole that one from bill hicks just a strong suspicion um but yeah it's like the the it's our job to seek joy, right? It's mm-hmm. our job, whether it's those little things, it's a, a, you know, how you quantify it. It's a good cup of coffee. It's a, 
it's a good cheeseburger representation or whatever the fuck, right? Um, so that's that's sort of like the lizard people. And that's kind of my take on it is that um, whether or not you dive into the lizard people and, it, and some of you listening might be really educated on the lizard people, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to talk to you. Um, I'd love to know all about them. Talk, tell me about Pindar. Tell me about the connection to, to the Rothschilds and, and like uh, – um, yeah, tell me all about that. But what I'm what I'm legitimately like really kind of interested in is keeping the, the mindset that this is, this is a metaphor. Like this is what's in front of me. Like I can't – a lot of the religious stuff that's been presented to me in my life, I can't point to any anything real and say that's – there's truth in that. I, I can't do that with the lizards either. Mm-hmm. But if I if I take the some of the lessons of Christianity, yeah. right? Uh, if I take some of the lessons of fighting the lizard people with joy and happiness and those sorts of things, and I think that step by step, day by day, moment by moment, if I if I keep that in my mind, then I, I can slowly work to become a better person. So, mm-hmm. um, so you know, like I, I say, fucking bring on the lizard people. And if you want to dive into the lizard people, and these are the people that are lizards, and um, then then. It, there's a long list of them. Uh, there's a long list of potential lizards uh, that might be in your life. Um, and go for it. You know, like the only thing you're going to waste is your own time. And God bless you. If you want to, if you want to share it with us, then damn it, we'll give, we'll give your waste of time a, we'll make it a resource. We will make your, your wasting time a resource for us. But yeah, I'd like to learn more about the lizard people, but I'd like to have people that are interested in the lizard people come tell us about it. I think that would be way more fun. Um, what about you? Anything you want to learn about? Um, no, no, no. At the moment, I'm. Uh, I've been doing. Been doing a lot of uh, like throwback, watching old documentaries of, uh, like, you know, the hieroglyphs on Mayan temples, and yeah, you know, and the whole ordeal to actually one day get those translated, and how it tells kind of a very interesting, you know, long heritage of like Mayan culture, and that's just that weird like, oh, hey, this popped up, thought it might be interesting, you know, and then hitting a lot of like Nova Science stuff because it's fun to geek out on that, mm-hmm. but. I will say, uh, new Rick and Morty tonight. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I've been uh, I've been vibing out on uh, on Watchmen. Yeah. HBO's Watchmen is really, I in my opinion, very good. Um. So yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. In fact, we can probably catch up on that. Uh, figure out a time this week. Stop by. Mm-hmm. Uh, stop by the house or stop by here, and we can catch you up on the Watchmen and do do a review of it. Now I'm not. I'm familiar with the Watchmen film. Yes. I'm not as familiar with the graphic novel as I probably should be, but you seem like a fellow who might be. I actually, The Watchmen, I I, I do not. I Oof. do follow that one. Yeah, it was the same thing like with The Walking Dead. It was you know, I mean, I had quite the collection of comics, but it kind of fell out of the loop in the early early 21st century. It was a different world. By the way, all of that. Um, the Walking Dead exists as a TV show because Zombieland was such a great movie. But why did we have to wait 10 years for a sequel that no one asked for? Bank account. It's like, dang, we need, we need some quick money. So, um, so uh, Woody Harrelson's dad, yeah. I'm going to throw this one out, uh, at one point in his life claimed to have been responsible for the assassination of John F. Kennedy. Ah. So I think that's how we'll close this out. (laughs) 
All right, uh, Jake, thank you so much for, for coming in. Uh, we're going to have to take a picture and post it up and stuff, and then I've got to figure out how to edit this and load this. It's going to be fun. I've never done it on Audacity. Yeah, it's probably a way to... Oh, I'm sure there is. We're going to figure it all out. I'll figure it all out. Let's be classy. All right, man, thank you so much for your time. As per 3AAC 306.360 Alaska Marijuana Control Board Cannabis Use Warning A. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. 
B. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. C. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. D. For use by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. And E. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Red Run Cannabis Company, License 3A10056. Red Run Cannabis Cultivators, License 4A10052. Red Run Cannabis Cultivators, License 5A19372. 5455 Kenai Spur Highway, 12156 Kenai Spur Highway, Kenai, Alaska, 99611.